What up, what y'all? Up, y'all? <laughs> it's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And we're going to talk about a mystery topic today that I don't know about that Laura's going to introduce. So roll that intro. We got two gals from a college town making memories going through the business route with a little experience, a whole lot of ambition to go about their lives on a never-ending mission to share their knowledge everywhere they go. And we're back. We are back. Okay, so today we... Did you pull up a story from college? Yes, I have an, a couple ideas, but I feel like okay. based on the topic I have, okay. some ideas might be brought on based okay. off of that. So we are going to talk about... Season 3 is going to be really awesome, more conversational, and yes. we're going to start each episode with a story... Not necessarily from college, just from our general friendship yeah. and pictures that we have. So that's going to be the pictures you guys see on Instagram if you yeah. follow us, uh, which is going to be really exciting. So what do you want to talk about today then? Okay, well, first, just a little disclaimer. If you hear thunder in the background, it is a stormy <laughs> evening. So imagine the candle lit in front of us, the rain outside the window, and relax as you listen to us talk about talk. Ooh, talks about. We talks about some stuff. We and, do talks about some stuff. And I got a burnt thumb. Well, that, from, there from lighting the candle. <laughs> well, there went the calm atmosphere I was building. <laughs> um, but okay, so this topic is inspired by the fact that you know my favorite um, podcast slash radio show, right? The Burt Show. The Burt Show. I yes. talk about it daily. I yeah. talk about it like they're my friends. Like, this friend the other day told a story. <laughs> like, so on the Burt Show, I'm like, okay, the Burt Show. Okay, the Burt Show, yeah. Uh-huh. I love it. It's fantastic. It's a local radio station that's syndicated in a lot of cities across the U.S., and they're also international through the podcasting platforms, and I just have loved them. I remember listening to them as a kid, like, driving to elementary school with my mom, and it's just Aww. continued since then. And, of course, they've rotated co-hosts. But Bert has always been the same. So about, I don't know, six, seven years ago when I was a sophomore in college, I started listening again. I was like, wasn't there a show I used to listen to with mom? And I just found it on a podcast app, listened every single day since. I'd come over, like, to your dorm room, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Laura would be, like, in the bathroom, come open the door and go, sorry, I need to pause my show. Yeah. Always <laughs> the Bert show. Always. And she listens to it on three times speed. 2.4. So oh, my gosh. It's like... I'm like, what is happening over here? I'm trying to catch up on all my podcasts, so I listen at 2.4 speed. It helps it go a lot faster, and I'm able to understand. I'm trying to get to 2.5, but we're not quite there yet. Um, You'd be surprised how much of a difference there is from 2.4 to 2.5. But anyway, so the past six years, I've listened every single day. I love The Burt Show. It's fantastic. Well, one of my favorite co-hosts, Davi, was just fired. But wasn't Dobby the one that got on to you about something? So here's the thing about Dobby, that I love her first off. I do love her, ultimately, because I went to one of her comedy shows. Like, I've always thought she has a unique perspective and everything. But over the past year, she's gotten more, like, aggravated on the show or something. Like, you can just tell she 
I don't know, like, I don't want to use the word combative because I don't like describing women like that. Yeah. But compared to the rest of the energy on the show, it was more combative. So she was the one that had the show that we were going to maybe go to in July, right? Yes. So she's the one I went to last year. Okay. And then I went to see her, and then I went and saw Mo. uh, And I was going to try to see her here in July, and I don't think it's done. I think she's still going to tour. Uh, I would assume so, because that's, like, her other main job is touring. And this is not a bashing Dobby thing, because also the whole... And the reason I bring it up is because when they were talking about what the reasoning for why she's no longer on the show, they said on-air and off-air chemistry is so important. And that the chemistry within the uh, within the studio, between co-workers played a part in the product, ultimately, that it became a less fun place to work, and it just, people were miserable there. And she even tweeted at some point, like, my therapist told me that I I have a high tolerance for suffering. And Bert said when he read that tweet, it broke his heart, because he knew that part of that was the work atmosphere. And so their whole thing was it's the chemistry and that there's no one person that... now I know why you you said you wanted my reactions. Yeah, and there's no one person Mm -hmm. that that is at fault and that everybody holds a responsibility. But then she was let go. Like, he specifically said, I made the painstaking decision to let her go. So Mm. I just thought... It's an interesting topic of chemistry in the workplace and yeah. how much it plays a part in the end-up products and in your experience. And also, like, was it a fair firing? You know what I mean? Like, does that... I mean, it, look, the, if you're going to fire me, fire me. So yeah. So that part, I'm like, any firing's fair. Like, if they're going to let you go, goodbye. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Just, you know, I mean, if it's not working out and they're going to fire you, I'd rather you just fire me than think about firing me and then not, because yeah. then you can kind of build other resentment and yeah. other issues. So for that answer, I would say, yeah, she should just go. Yeah. Then. Okay. But everything else, I have more to say. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think what other details. The way that they're, they worded it was concerning to me and Trent, my husband, because the way that they were like, well, it's no one person's fault, and oh, yet, we <laughs> but we fired somebody. And I, I do think that there was conflict between her and another member. There's rumors going around within the Burt Show community, the P1s, as they're called, because, you know, on the radio buttons, you have a P1, like a place one or whatever, and you press it and it goes to that specific radio station. You know I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's an older I, okay older terms. Uh, I, it's P one, but I don't. But anyway, that's what it means. It's like that's the first button you press to turn to that radio station. Look, I'm learning to listen. that I'm out of touch. Ah, so yes. Oh, presets. <laughs> presets. That's the word. Yes. Oh, preset yes. number one, two, three. I have not three. used that in like. I have not listened to the radio. Yeah. In probably. Oh, God. I don't even know. I know. And that's why I'm on podcasts. <laughs> that right yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Which I so feel like sense. they're moving that way towards podcasts anyway. And they just started their own podcast network, Pioneer. Ooh. And I'm like, hey, my radio professional. Show, the radio show I used to listen to in Minnesota, they also are, they're on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. KDWB. And 
I listen to them sometimes because I like their War of the Roses. Yes, Virtue has that too. Uh, but also, they started like a a podcast called Minnesota Goodbye, I think is what it's called. Okay. Because it's like, we're done with the radio show, but there's still more. Because you know the whole <laughs> joke about Minnesota Goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't actually say goodbye. There's yeah. always something else. It takes like two hours to say goodbye in Yeah, Minnesota. yeah, yeah. So they started a podcast called that, which I thought was funny. That so, is yeah, really I think cute. a lot of radio people are, okay, radio is really great. We're going to keep doing it. But also, mm. here's this additional yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so the Burt Show also has bonus content that you can pay like $2 for a month. And you get like every Monday two do extra. You? I do. <laughs> yes. I have been a P1 for six years. I have gone to like comedy shows. I love each and every one of them. Dobby included, like, especially Dobby. She kind of spurned me for a little bit there, hurt my feelings when I wrote in one time. But, like... That's oh, a story from college. I don't know that we have a picture. No, that, that's, college? that was, like, a year ago or so. <sighs> Around the time that all, like I'm saying, she just, I, she just started getting more angry at the listeners that would write in. And it was always kind of against them. I don't mm. know. But, again, I'm not trying to bash her because I just feel like her... I feel I respect where she comes from because... I think a lot of it is she's trying to have an opinion and quickly and she's trying to make a point in a way or she just proves that women can have strong opinions and not be so wishy-washy like well if this is the case then this this, this like she just comes out no this is wrong or no this is stupid or no blah 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 or yes this is great you know she just comes out with a really fast strong opinion so I do respect that questioning anything though which is kind of interesting too like I might come out with a strong opinion but then go okay but I have these follow-up questions that right different yeah could be completely wrong and her whole thing too she's a, a strong feminist which I really respect about her and her whole thing too is that um when men do that it's not criticized as much as when women do that and you can argue whether that's true or not I don't feel like that's entirely accurate I get the point because in a lot of ways that's true but like in a general rule, if my husband came out with, like, a blunt opinion that made no sense to me and that I didn't agree with and didn't have any room for growth, I'd be equally like, excuse me, <laughs> like, well, what's happening? Yeah, maybe it's not as openly, right? Like, maybe mm. everybody would say that a woman shouldn't have done that, but then with men, everybody just kind of shuts up and then is just thinking, well, that was a lot. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, That's true. So, uh, so that's why I respect when she comes out hard and fast, because a lot of it is, too, from that perspective of, like, she's trying to stick to her guns. She's had a lot of life experience that, like, where she was more wishy-washy or, or not necessarily that, but, like, didn't voice her opinions. So now she's, like, kind of yeah. swung in the opposite direction of always voicing a strong opinion. Yeah, but I don't know when it became a bad thing to be wishy-washy. Right, I don't, and and maybe that's not quite the right word, but I feel the same way where I feel like being wishy-washy allows for room for growth. And for understanding, yeah, just like everything. I mean, I know that you mean it's not the right word, but I think in this sense, she was trying to come out with a strong opinion, maybe trying to brand herself a certain type of way, Mm -hmm. but then you always have to ask questions and be learning and growing and understanding other people, and Mm -hmm. you have to, and there are certain things that it's absolutely not. Right? Yeah. Like, if you were to come to me and be like, I have a crush on a young boy, I'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, 
Absolutely not. No, right. But then there's other things that aren't like that. That right. are very gray area that yeah. you should have a conversation about and talk about and have follow-up yeah. questions. And yeah. then there are other things that are immediately no. Immediately no. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and I wonder if that's where some of the, um, uh, I know that's where some of the vitriol from listeners would come from when listening to her because she is a polarizing person i think that's part of her character and not like a she's playing a character just her character as in a trait she's a polarizing person yes. and i respect that about her personality so i am really sad to see her go and i will follow her career ultimately like i'm just been a p1 for too long to let her go that easily like that's just not gonna happen i'll continue to be a p1 but i also follow her on all social media platforms I might still go to her show. I don't know if she still has it. So, yeah. So, listening to all of that, what are your initial reactions? Okay. So, if there's an issue with chemistry and, like, it's not just one person, then why did one person get fired? Or did just one person get fired? Are there other people that they're cleaning house with? And why? Here, it's just, it's difficult when you're talking about toxicity in a workplace to actually identify what the problem is. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And truly, isn't it always on... I don't know. Maybe it's not always. But sometimes, isn't it management and how things are being managed? Yeah. I mean, doesn't it always come back to that? Ultimately, it's like a yes and no for me. With yeah. That. Because, yes, management does create the environment to start with. Mm-hmm. But then how people play the roles within the environment, there's always going to be what people see as the bad apple. Or whatever the case is. So, you know, not that I'm saying Dobby's the the bad apple. Because, again, they kept it so vague. There's no way to know what they're referring to. But um, I do think that people with their personalities within the mix of the environment that is created is their personalities can clash. They can soar together. They make the perfect team. And Bert did say that. On air, the chemistry was pretty great. One of his favorites of all the hosts that they've had in all time. Mm-hmm. Which made it even more shocking when he let Dobby go. Suddenly. Okay. But, so on air chemistry is chill. And then off air. How often are these people working together off air? Or is he referring to other things? Because I also feel like there's oftentimes mm-hmm. in an expectation that you hang out with people outside of work or that you Mm -hmm. do these other things. And if she Mm -hmm. was saying, yeah, no, I don't want to go to happy hour or whatever. Right. That shouldn't be expected anyway. seems like radio is a totally different beast. It is. And that was part of his point too, was it should be the most fun job in the world because they get to go in there and be personable and share their lives and talk about things that most other jobs don't get to do. Um, I know that, Work-wise, they do have a lot of outside-of-the-radio commitments, like a lot of events, a lot of advertisement. Also, for Bert's Big Adventure, the child, um, the charity where they take a bunch of chronic or terminally ill children, and they go down to Disney World every year. And then they also, like, wow. keep in touch with all of the Burt Show families um, and, like, go and visit them in the hospital and, like, a lot of things like that. So... I know that that's a big part of the job, too, is they have to be, like, actively involved. So they are spending, like, a lot of time together yeah. outside of the studio. So that's one thing. Um, but, yeah, it is 
it is hard because you want to encourage your people to like see each other outside of the professional atmosphere but then there is that thing called professionalism that like at the end of the day like we've talked about you don't have to be best friends with your coworkers, no. and that shouldn't be an expectation I mean I just I struggle with the problem being one person because probably sometimes it is hmm. and you obviously don't know the full situation right. but I feel like sometimes it is one person but in my experience my in my personal experience it's been the management or the mm. leader mm-hmm. that's been the problem yeah. and i would have been fine if they just hadn't said anything or mm. i'm trying to think of a way to put this i mean but we've talked about it before in mm-hmm. college when we played tennis together yes and our second coach that we had mm-hmm. um I had a lot of issues with, <laughs> a lot of issues, putting it lightly, yeah. um, <laughs> a, a lot of, a, a lot of issues with, um, and maybe he would try to identify everybody as a problem and mm-hmm. well, all of my problems are because of this person or all of my problems yep. are because of this person. It's well, okay. If all these problems yeah. might just be you, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and you can't tell people that because then they get mad. So, right. <laughs> I mean, learned that too. So. Yes. <laughs> hey, maybe you should think about this, this, and this. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it just was a crazy ride of listening to all of that over the last couple of days and trying to track down everybody's social media to see how everybody's doing and checking on her. Um, and so I just thought it was an interesting topic of like how huh. the chemistry plays such a big part of your product. Okay, look. Chemistry. Chemistry, yeah. But, like, what is going on in this world, okay? Because I just feel, how do do I say this? Why is there bad chemistry, though? Right. Tell me why. Yeah. What is it? Okay, because Mm -hmm. I have, I feel like I have pretty good chemistry with most everybody. Right. And there's some people... And I'm just thinking, what is happening here? Right. Something's off. Mm-hmm. And there's something else going on. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Yeah. I just, is it a lack of understanding for other perspectives? I don't, I can't pinpoint what it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think that's part of it. I think personality just aren't always made to yeah. match and feed off each other also there are just people in this world that suck (laughs) just make it their life's mission to make other people like suffer are people going through stuff i don't know yeah if she's she's really maybe Mm -hmm. she's going through something she's trying to discover things about herself and this is happening by proxy and that's really unfortunate and sometimes Mm -hmm. people just go through things and it's really tough and you have to work with them through that but they have to be understanding and reasonable also yeah you know, if I'm going through a hard time, it's, I'm going through a hard time and I tell everybody about it and I'm like, Mm -hmm. here's kind of what's happening. You don't have to go into detail, but just, I'm working on some things. I am having a hard time, but it's going to be okay. Yep. And I'm working through it and I'm not going to treat people badly because of it. Yeah. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. Drop on the floor. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's tough because they're in an interesting position where, in most positions, just because team chemistry isn't ideal doesn't mean that somebody gets let go. 
You know what I mean? Like, in the real world, that doesn't happen. No. In the in the radio world, it makes sense, because you need a product that the whole world can listen to and feel the friendship. Because that's the whole thing. It, it kind of peeks behind the the curtain and shows that maybe they aren't the best friends that they pretend they are on air. You know? And that's its own conversation, which would be really sad. But I, in my head canon, think that they are all best friends, including Davi. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what it's been for the past six, seven years. Um, I find it interesting that they specifically said she was let go, too, when they could have said, you know, something about it being mutual. I feel like they wanted to ensure that people wouldn't be like, oh, oh, good, I'm glad she's gone. Because she was polarizing. Like, a lot of men especially hated her. Um, mm. So I think they wanted to make it where it was like, A, she didn't do something wrong. B... Um, we let her go, it wasn't her giving up, see, like, support her, continue to support her, even though she won't be a part of the show, like, things like that, so, that's my perspective. It just seems weird, very corporate. Yeah. Very, I, I don't know, it's just interesting. There's and there might have been a corporate element, too. I know corporate there didn't like her a lot, because she would say, again, very polarizing <laughs> things, like, politically. Yeah, getting bad reviews and the mm-hmm. audience. And, I mean, you have to play towards your audience. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. this day and age. I mean, you will fail if you're not mm-hmm. doing what the people who watch you or listen to you want you to do. Right. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, so. Yeah. So that's just a lot of what I was thinking about the last couple of days when all that came out. And I was just thinking, you know, I've worked in a lot of positions in my life. And team chemistry is a lot. Yeah. It is a huge part of why you care or don't care about your job. Why you either love your job or hate your job. Most every time that I've hated a job that I've done is because the chemistry was awful. Yeah. That plays such a huge part. So I know that goes back into like toxic workplaces and stuff like that. But it does, like I can just think of, I remember the best year ever was us as RAs one year. Every single person had each other's backs. You know, every single person, we literally, during a lockdown, during, was it a tornado lockdown, the power was out or something, and we all sat in a line, and we're giving, like, back scratches or something, a whole line of RAs. <laughs> it was oh so gosh, crazy. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and we were just in the dark. Wait, somebody has a picture of that. I, have... I don't think we were in the dark. It was like, why there were was... we locked down? So it was in the generated room. The reason that one room was generated because they had a fridge that had, like, all the... It was in the science building. Yeah. So that's where people started storing their, like, um, diabetes medication, stuff like that, insulin, stuff like that. And so we were in there um, because we needed to charge our phones for the the RA phones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, and we were all just sitting in there in a line, and people were giving, like, braiding each other's hair, or, like, giving back rubs. It was just so sweet and surreal, because I have never experienced a team as cohesive as that before. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show, like, when your team is working so well together, it can make your job, even if you hate the actual job itself, which I didn't, but, like, even if I did, it made it ten times better, because I had this community of women to support me. Yeah. So. And it's the way that the team presents things to each other Mm -hmm. also. So I have a actually kind of example about that too. So when I was in high school, my senior year, I started working at 
a clothing retail store at the mall. Mm-hmm. Take your pick. They're all the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I started working there and I was really excited because I wanted to have a job and it was super cool. Then, um, I don't know, something got passed in the government. I won't name names, but a president. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened about benefits. I don't really know what all went into it, but basically seasonal workers mm-hmm. could no longer stay on staff and then just come back and work hours when they could. Mm-hmm. It was if they were not going to be there for a certain period of time, they had to be terminated and rehired, mm, gosh. which is just a nightmare. Yeah. So I used to come back from college and work at this clothing retail store. I also had an, a marketing internship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept that job because I, I worked full time doing this marketing internship and then I would go to work at this clothing retail store because I liked it, like my manager, all the things. Mm-hmm. And then we got a new store manager. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. I mean, she's cool. I really liked hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have an issue with her at all. But then it got to be the end of summer. I want to say, oh my God, I don't even know. I think it was like the first summer that I came back. And I thought mm-hmm. I might come back over breaks, you know, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Christmas, that kind of thing. But then I found out you had to be terminated and rehired. And I was like, well, that's just too much. Yeah, I'm that's just a not, lot. I'm not going to do that. I'll just come back and work my internship and do it with that because I make more money at the internship. So Mm -hmm. I'll just focus on that. Um, and anyway, I had told my manager, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, this is when I go back to school Mm -hmm. and she knew that you had to be terminated and rehired and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was kind of talking to some people at work just going, well, I didn't get put on the schedule for the next two weeks and I'm going back to school and then I have to be terminated. So Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just going to message the manager and tell her, this is kind of my two-week notice because I'm right. not coming back and I won't come back because it's just too much of a hassle. But yeah. if they ever need anything, let me know. And this is my first time ever, I guess, quote-unquote, quitting a job. Right. It was me just moving on from my retail job. Yeah. Um, and some people don't. I don't mean to say that in a bad way. So, yeah. <laughs> working retail is a totally viable career. One of your stepping stones was a retail job. Yes. It just I'm happened to be. So glad I had that experience. But I was moving into just focusing on my career. Um, of marketing. And so I text her, you know, and I had just kind of been talking to people at work about it, just going, well, I mean, she didn't put me on the schedule. So do I just text her? I mean, I didn't know what to do. Right. So I'm trying to ask advice from people and I don't know how, but I text her this really well thought out message. I thought, and, and she comes back with, well, this isn't really a two week notice. And I heard that you were talking about leaving and blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, what the heck is happening here? I mean, I told you when I had to go back to school, you didn't put me on the schedule and now I'm just not going to return. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And it was just so, like, I'm not like leaving this company on bad terms, but she made it seem that way. And I was really confused. That's so bizarre. Like really confused. Yeah. And also it's just funny that these people just can't keep things to themselves. Yeah, they so just got to talk about and it. And I thought everything was fine, but apparently, how it was presented to her was mm-hmm. that I was just going around the store mm-hmm. talking about how I'm going to quit and, you know, whatever, screw this place and right. I'm out of here. And that's not how it was. It was right. me being confused of, well, if I wasn't on the schedule, then do I just put in my two weeks now? I'm lost. Right. Yeah. You know? 
They're like, this isn't a two-week notice. Yeah, yes, it is, because you, you didn't put me on the schedule. So right. for the next two weeks, I'm literally not on the schedule, and then I'm just going to leave. Yeah. But so if I were a coworker, and I had a connection to my manager mm-hmm. like that, if roles were reversed, if like I switched positions with the coworker, I would have maybe gone to the manager and said, hey, just heads up, Amber's not planning on coming back when she leaves for school. She's really going to focus on her marketing internship, just so you know, to like not include her in any future plans. But I'm sure she'll tell you. She said she was going to text you about it and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Okay, that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but instead, it was presented in a way of, I'm doing something bad and malicious. Right. And so then that's how she took it. Yep. So don't blame anybody for the situation. It was just, why was it presented that way? I wasn't trying to do anything bad. Right. So. That's crazy. It makes a huge difference how you present information. Yep. Absolutely. That's why you got to stick to the facts. You can't, like, even if you have a strong belief, like, even if somebody believed that's what it looked like, like, what's the point of, like, I never tried to infect someone else's mind with my own thoughts. Yeah. Like, I always try to just be pretty non-biased at the start. Or I try to with, like, when it comes to, now, it's different than arguing or complaining about somebody, rather. You know, being like, oh, she's so annoying, or whatever, like, to a friend. But, like, talking to a coworker, I remember when somebody started at one of my jobs, they said, hey, do you like it here? What do you think of it? And I just said, you know, like, you're going to experience it for yourself. I, will, I don't want to, like, plant anything in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, and I gave an honest answer. I was like, you know, because I remember distinctly when I asked, what's it like working here to somebody? And they outright were like, well, these women are super gossipy, this is this, this is that, and I mean, it was good to have the heads up, but it was a double-edged sword, because then, on the other hand, it was like I always had a negative imprint from then on of the company, so, I don't know, it's tough, it's a balancing act. It's very, it is very tough. I just think giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, and knowing that everybody's doing the best that they can, at any point in time, Mm -hmm. will... Like that goes a long way. Yeah. Because if I'm frustrated with somebody, but I know they're doing the best that they can right now. Yeah. Maybe they need some extra support and I'll reach out and we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's not automatically going to the boss or the manager and going, right. Oh my gosh, this person, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. I know it's like a tattletale. Yeah. Like, didn't we learn as children? Like, that's not cool. <laughs> like when it comes to no, safety, <laughs> when it comes to safety, sure. Tattle. When it comes to, like, somebody's just going through something and maybe, like, missed a couple of things, like, is it really necessary to tattle on them? That's my whole thing. Like, can you not just talk to the person and be like, hey, I noticed this didn't get done. Do you need help finishing the project? Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, let me go and tell boss lady just because I'll get brownie points, you know, for and being not, the And not jerk. in a condescending way. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Because I've had that before, too. Well, you didn't do this right. Well, what can I help you do better next time? What, what could you do better to plan better next time? What could right. you... And I'm like, okay, that's not helpful. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Just tell me what's going on. What do you need from me? Right. So um, it's so hard. All of it's such a balancing act to just try to be as genuine as you can. hmm And that's all you really can do. And people twist it. People think I'm a manipulative B-word <laughs> all the time at work. And I'm just like... Y'all can think that, but I just know my intentions are always good. Like, when I'm doing something at work, they are never to be hateful or malicious. But if people interpret it that way, you just got to brush it off because it's got nothing to do with you ultimately. It's just their perspective. And I will 
quote Miss Elise Myers from TikTok. Yes. I do not receive that. I do not receive that. I do not have to receive that. It's totally fine. I really love that. that. Yeah. Been doing pretty good about it. Just being like, you know what? That didn't feel good. Didn't appreciate that comment. But I'm just going to let this uh, roll off me real quick. And I'm going to have a great rest of my day. There you go. I do not receive that. (laughs) It's it's like immediately no. But for conversation types. (laughs) Just no. So... Appreciate that chemistry is definitely interesting, and we'll have probably more stories as time goes on. Um, and also, we learned last semester in our MBA program mm-hmm. all about self awareness, yes, and self management, and all the things, but mm-hmm. specifically self awareness. And I was thinking that we could talk about areas of self awareness that we've chosen to develop within ourselves mm. and how that's going. Okay. So you go first. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) On the spot. On the spot. All right. So self-awareness. All right. So we took a little intermission. Or what did I call it? Um, Intermediation. An intermediation. (laughs) (laughs) Love that for us. (laughs) Um, I did some thinking and soul searching. And at first I thought this was similar to a topic we'd already covered. But Amber thinks it's somewhat different. So... Or she thinks it's different. It is different. Okay. <laughs> so I'll need your help kind of helping me break it down as to why it is different. Okay. So I'm trying to manage how I think about what other people think about me. Yep. I am so concerned with what other people think at all times. Like 24-7 I'm concerned about, are they mad at me? Did I say something? Are they having a good day? Like, did something go wrong at home? Like, do they think that I did this and it hurt their feelings? You know, and, like, it just never stops. And I'm so worried of what everybody's perspective is of me because I just want to come off in the best light, of course. But not just because I want to look good, but because my intentions 99% of the time are good. And I hate when it comes off wrong. Yeah. And when people look at me and think something else of me and they think I am this rude person or whatever the case is. So, I really struggle with that. I cannot live like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just refuse. It's exhausting. I refuse to live that way anymore. I used to be, and it does still bother me if somebody misunderstands intentions or doesn't understand me. I did struggle, especially at my last job, with feeling like I was misunderstood. Yeah. And I totally understand where you're coming from. But from that experience, I just learned it's, it's okay. Mm. Yeah. And it's fine. And if people misunderstand me, oh, well, this is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I did all the things right. I don't know what yeah. else I can do. I checked all the boxes. Yeah. And moved, I got all the approvals that I needed. Mm-hmm. I did everything that I thought that I needed. And if you have something else to say, you can take that up with me. Yeah. I really don't like it when people talk behind my back about stuff because just yes. come talk to me about it. Yeah. But also, don't come talk to me about it if it doesn't matter. It's not going to have an impact on me. Right. Either. So it's just... It's interesting. Yeah, don't come tell me, like, this might be an issue. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just come tell me and say, hey, I heard from this person this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make this change, you totally can. Like, feel free. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could do this, you know, and have a conversation with me. I don't know how I would recommend people handle that, but right. usually it's not as big of an issue as we make it in our heads. Okay? Right. <laughs> so how are you working on this thing? How do you work on this thing? Because it's hard. 
It's hard to not care what other people think. It, it really is. It really is borderline you impossible. You kind of have to care a little bit. Obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah. You have to maintain some sort of a professionalism, you know, that sort of a thing. Um, I've really been working on saying there's nothing I can do about that. Like, I've done everything I can right that I can, but just admitting the powerlessness that I have in this particular situation mm-hmm. somehow is comforting because it takes off this responsibility off of my shoulders. And it says, you have no control here. This is not something you could change, no matter how nice you are or how hard you work. Somebody's just going to think this about you, and there's nothing you can do to change that. And you can't go back and change something that happened in the past. Right, right. And so somehow I do get a little bit of comfort from that idea of, like, there's nothing I can do. And, and then kind of like Elise Myers, like, I do not receive that. Like, yeah. I don't want to receive other people's negative impressions of me because it doesn't matter, ultimately. And if it's not productive. Yes. That's, I mean, yeah. It's different if I was, like, it, it was something I actually needed to grow from. Absolutely. I'll, I'll receive it to a point. <laughs> right. To a point to protect myself where maybe if somebody's criticism of me is oh, she's really tardy. Like, okay, well, the negative part, great, cool, thanks for talking about me behind my back, but the part I'll focus on is, okay, I'll just work on showing up earlier. Yeah. Boom. Growth. Or is that a problem with the people that it actually impacts? Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's different. Every department's different. Mm-hmm. That's something to take into consideration. Yes. Just Absolutely. throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. everybody's different okay gone are the days that everybody shows up at 8 a.m and leaves at 5 p.m gone are those days covid has completely changed this world Mm -hmm. and there are things that are different now yeah and that just is what it is absolutely also there's other factors involved but i won't get into all of that right now (laughs) but yes what other people think of you does matter to a certain point but then it's it is a point where you're like okay yeah. This is who I am. This is what I've got. I do a good job. I complete the work that is given to me. And mm-hmm. that is what's important. Right. Right. Yep. You are paying me. We are not trying to scam the companies that we work for. Right. We are. You are paying me to do a job and I have done this job. I have fulfilled all of my goals for the week and that is what matters. Right. I am making this company profitable. I am making necessary changes. I'm improving. Mm-hmm. I'm improving processes. You know, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And my manager says, you're doing great. So that is good. Yeah. And done. Game over. Yep. I love it. (laughs) Preach it. Oh, my gosh. Well, what's your thing? Okay. So basically, if you guys remember, I don't know how many episodes ago when I talked about how I had a mental breakdown in Minnesota delivering chapstick to a police station. Was that our season two finale? Was it the finale? Or is second to last or last It was second to last or the last. Because I feel like the last one... I had the messed up microphone, and that was That's here. right, that's right. And that was at your house was when we and recorded that one. it was at my one. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was one of the last few episodes of season two. And I had an epiphany. Hmm. And this person probably doesn't know that they gave me this epiphany. <laughs> but this time, I was picking up cupcakes for a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> Chapstick and cupcakes. Chapstick and cupcakes. Therapy tools. All right. So it always tends to happen like that when I have a lot of things out of my control, Mm -hmm. which I think is part of the issue. Mm, But I was picking up 
cupcakes for this Christmas party. And I had met my boss, you know, to pick up these cupcakes because I don't know what 104 cupcakes looks like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It couldn't fit in my car. Do we need two cars? I don't really know. Right, yeah. So my boss and I meet there, and plus she has the card I need to pay for said cupcakes. Picking them up for a location Christmas party, yada, yada, yada. This is at my current job. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was probably having flashbacks to my last job. Yeah. Where if things went awry, it was a disaster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But... Basically, I tried calling this cupcake place multiple times leading up to the pickup to verify my order was going to be good to go. Yeah. But I thought it was being overkill, and they weren't answering the phone because Hmm. COVID. Yeah. So, anyway, we show up that day to pick up the cupcakes, and they go, yeah, your order's right there. The four cupcakes? And I go, the the four cupcakes? The the 104 cupcakes? And they go, 104? No, just the four right there. Oh my god! And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I pull up on my phone, the whole receipt and everything, 104 cupcakes. Yeah. And she goes, oh gosh, and I can't, in- I can't get into the system because a manager's not here. Oh my god! And I go, you, you can't get into your system? Like, what right. kind of business is this? Right. Okay. So she can't check on the order, and I'm like, this is not your fault. Obviously, something has been miscommunicated, but. Mm. Here's the confirmation. A hundred and four cupcakes. She Here's goes, the okay, four. <laughs> I, I will just package them up for you now. It's totally fine. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But now we're going to be late. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, late delivering these cupcakes to the Christmas party. Yep. And I'm just stressing mm-hmm. because I've only been in this job for maybe three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I've failed at delivering cupcakes. The most basic of tasks that you could have. Right. To do for the Christmas party. <laughs> And I have not done it. So, anyway, she finishes the cupcakes and then has to ring us up or whatever. And I go, look, I can fit them all in my car. I'm going to go to the Christmas party. Boss, you stay here and you can pay for them. She's like, cool. So, we split. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving so fast. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I've ruined this whole event. I've ruined the Christmas party. The cupcakes have not arrived. The food truck has already been there for 30 (laughs) minutes. I have ruined this whole party. So I show up and it is pouring down rain. Oh my gosh. I've already thought that these cupcakes have tipped over like five times. Oh my gosh. So I pull up. I don't even know where to go. I'm like, yeah. how do I pull up to this place? Where yeah. do I go? Where is the food truck? I have no idea. So I pull up, I figure it out, I get out, and I walk in with cupcakes with my raincoat and my hood up, yep. covered in <laughs> water, and look around very confused. Mm. Like, where is the cupcake table? Where is anybody who can help me right now? Yeah. I'm very frazzled. And a couple people come up to me and are just, oh, the cupcakes, cool. And I'm like, yeah, here they are. Where do I put them? Right. <laughs> and go to put them, like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I have more in the car. Um, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I don't even think about how I'm acting. Right. I'm just thinking, get these cupcakes on the table. Yeah. As fast as possible. I have ruined this party. So. Oh, so much pressure. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the cupcakes get delivered, whatever, no problem. Everybody loves them, thinks that they're great. I play it off pretty good once I'm inside, my Mm -hmm. car has been parked, and I'm out of the rain. Yep. I want to say it was the next day, but I'm not really 100% sure. Mm -hmm. The general manager comes up to my office, and just talking, and he goes, are you okay? I'm like, Mm. yeah, fine. Mm -hmm. You seemed a little stressed out, delivering the cupcakes to the party. And I go, 
Yeah, it was kind of stressful because it was pouring down rain. <laughs> yep. I'm not used to driving in Atlanta. Now I'm used to driving in the city, but yeah. wasn't at that point. There were lots of things that happened. Um, they were late. They lost our order. They all this stuff. And he Crazy. goes, he said, you know what, Amber? Our expectation was about here. If you can't see, she's gesturing to like barely a little bit off the table. Yeah. Here's, here's our expectation. All right. And I don't even know how he explained it to me, but it was very just, it's fine. Look, mm. the cupcakes got there. Everybody liked the cupcakes. Nobody knew that they were late anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, shoot. <laughs> so I really acted that stressed about delivering these cupcakes. <laughs> I had no clue. I had no clue. I thought I was acting perfectly fine. And then I yeah. had this epiphany. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I could have literally walked into this Christmas party and gone, I have the cupcakes. Where do you want me to put them? Yep. And next year, you sure will. Next year. Look, I mean, I set the tone for that whole thing. Mm. And to think that I cast a negative mm. light on that Christmas party for literally no reason at all. Right. It made everybody feel stressed to the point where he came to ask if I was okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Now, you could argue I had some residual um, post-traumatic stress from my previous position. Sure, sure. Um, regardless, I thought, I have total control over this situation. Yep. And I blew it. And not in a bad way, in a total growth way. Yes, absolutely. I could have just walked in and set the scene for what I wanted. And yeah. instead, it was, I was the negative energy at the Christmas party. Mm. And I don't like that idea. Yeah. And so I'm going to work on that. There you go. And so now, I try to go into the office and just, I'm like, everything's fine. Yeah. And if I am stressed, I can just go, I have a lot going on, but it's great and I love my job. <laughs> there you go. And it's I totally fine. I love that. So that's that's the growth uh, that I'm working on is not letting other people feel the stress that I have because sometimes yeah. it's unwarranted or blown out of proportion for no reason. And why should everybody else have to suffer because of that? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I'm working on is controlling my stress level in all areas of life. Yeah. I love that. That's a really cool and self-aware concept that a lot of people don't pick up on for themselves. I hope I'm doing that. Do I make you feel stressed? I don't think so. Okay, on the day, good. on the typical, no, I feel pretty chill around you. Good. <laughs> you usually help me not feel stressed. So. Yeah, because the, the next thing that came to my mind was when your chair broke. <laughs> and, like, literally Laura just bought this table that's in her kitchen and has these high-top chairs. So, obviously, you're going to put your feet on the bars yep. because they're high-top chairs. Yep. And she put her foot on, like, the sidebar that I guess wasn't made to support anything. Apparently and not. she picks it up off the floor and goes, my chair just broke. And me and her husband both go, it's totally fine. Yeah. Just contact the company about it. That's unacceptable behavior for this table. Um, like... That's just really wrong. We didn't even take a second to go, oh my gosh, the table! No, and I'm like, my table. <laughs> like, I just paid a lot of money for this table. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know, it's a table. It's fine. It'll be fine. Glued on. Chair. Throw some duct tape on there. Yeah. That so, is so funny. There was an element of, 
I am really disappointed at this table. Yes. And I'm so sorry for you, but also, let's just figure out how to fix it. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So, I feel like that's a testament to my yeah. growth in that area. Absolutely. Just, normally, I would have been like, the chair broke! Yeah, you'd have been like, oh no! <laughs> Our table! is broken! <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, you know. Always a TikTok reference. Always. Which I'm learning I'm out of touch. What? So, not with our generation, but with, I guess, people who are like 10 plus years older than me. Okay. Because I was telling somebody at work that, yeah, most of my references start with, so I saw a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, this is not right. great news. Yeah. And I have been given a list of songs I need to listen to, a list of mm. movies that I need to watch. Okay. And apparently I need to get on that, so. Yeah. I was raised like a millennial, so I probably relate more to millennials <laughs> than um, the zillennial that I technically am. Mm-hmm. Um, but because my parents are 40 and 42 years older than me, so I was yeah. raised like the generation before, like my older sister who's 15 years older than me. So like I feel like I'm pretty in touch with the millennials, but then I'm also like, but TikTok. <laughs> it really is a cool resource. So I send my parents TikToks a lot too. And they're like, I don't understand this. Oh my gosh. I sent my mom a TikTok about our dishwasher and how you need to clean the filter. Yeah. And she responded, thank you for this information, but our dishwasher has a self-cleaning filter. Oh my God. <laughs> She watched it and gave me feedback about our dishwasher. I was, I was concerned. The bougie dishwasher. Okay. Uh, thank you for the video. Her stuff all the time. I sent her one about quartz countertops and how they can yeah. respond poorly to heat and all that. And she said, thank you. I feel like our countertops are pretty durable with staining because I clean them immediately. But I will now use a pot holder when I put a hot plate on the, on the counter because I so didn't know. Sweet. I love your mom. Split. Uh, so sweet. I could read our text messages and it would probably be a comedy show. Yeah, she's just so <laughs> quietly funny. Yeah, I just love her humor. It gets me. And even when she's like not trying to be funny and not in like a I just laugh at your mom kind of way, but like just I don't know. She just is, makes you smile just with yeah. her like thank you. <laughs> my mom is so great. I don't even know how to be as great of a person. As yeah, my mom is, I feel honestly. that. I feel that. She's so pure. She is pure. Yes, she's so pure, so good, so funny. Like, the other day, or yesterday, we're doing yard work. So, in case you didn't know, I live in my parents' basement. Long story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but I live in my parents' basement. I share a bathroom with my brother, and we've never been closer. Yeah. You know what? This this time of life has just been great, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I've never been closer to my family. This is great. Um, But they're doing yard work, and I guess there's these big trucks that come through. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to Laura on the phone when I got home. And my mom comes up and, like, knocks on my window of my car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what does she want? <laughs> like, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> hey, what's going on? She goes, you can't, you're working from home tomorrow, right? Like, you can't park here. There's these big trucks that come through. She's explaining it all to me. And I go, where do you want me to park? Down the freaking street? <laughs> yeah, I was listening to this, like, what is happening? Oh, my God, where do you want me to park? Down the freaking street? She looks at me. <laughs> she looks at me. She kind of, like, takes a breath. Puts her hands down and looks to the looks to the right and goes, yeah, down the freaking street. <laughs> Bless her. And I was like, that's great. All right. So, Thanks, Mom. <laughs> parks down the freaking street. And then she calls me this morning and goes, 
So, a car parked directly across the street from you on the other side, so the trucks are probably going to have a hard time coming through, and I don't want to have to pay to repair your car if anybody hits it, so you might want to go move it. You'd love that, yeah. Get up to go move the car, and the car beside me had moved already. So it didn't even matter. Nope. Did not. Anyway, and then she comes back in later in the day and is like, that car parked across from you again. People don't have any common sense. (laughs) You have to park zigzag. It's true. Like, mom, people do not have common sense when it comes to driving. That is just not existent. You should expect that most people do not. Yeah. So, totally random story. But anyway. Anyway. My mom's pretty cool. She is pretty cool. Love Renee. Well, did another whole episode. Look at us. Episode one. So, Davi got fired and that sucks. It really sucks, yeah. we'll figure that out as we go along. I feel scandalous talking about it. I just feel so bad for everybody involved, because yeah. I'm sure that whole situation sucked for everybody. So Dobby, and self-awareness. And self-awareness, and chemistry. Yeah. And Dobby, if you were to ever listen, I love you, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> and um, I, I know you're going to do great things. So. Always great things. Everybody's going to do great things. Break free from your current situation. If we're you breaking bad. free. We're soaring. <laughs> Flying, there's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. Okay, on that note. On that beautiful note. Follow us on Instagram at mildly, uh, where's the thing? Hold on, on that beautiful note, give us a moment. (laughs) This is where the mildly comes into the professional. Okay. Alright, hold please. We should post more questions on our Reddit so people can respond. But Ooh, yeah. We mainly, I mainly focus on Instagram. Don't mean to speak for you, Laura. I mainly focus on Instagram. There's updates on there. We post about our upcoming episodes on there. You can get little teasers and things. I do update stories sometimes. Okay. Email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram. Not or. And. And follow us on Instagram at mildly professional <laughs> podcast. Follow our subreddit. Wow. <laughs> I'm keeping that. Our subreddit. Follow, <laughs> follow our subreddit. Mm-hmm. Um, at your mom's calling. At mildly professional. I declined her call, so don't, don't be mad, Miss Betty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Follow us on TikTok at Mildly Professional Pod. We will post on there at some point. Like us on Facebook, Mildly Professional Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Mildly yes, Professional Podcast. We're posting our YouTube videos now. Our po- episodes are on YouTube. Good job, Laura. Starting, we're somewhere in season one. I yeah. gotta go back and keep uploading, so gotta get on that. I'm excited. Maybe one day we'll show our faces. You yeah. never know. You never know. I know we could record. And everything in film it, but we'll get there one day. Too much technology for me to pay for right now. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm lucky I, I had enough for Chick-fil-A today, so. Chick-fil-A, baby. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys in the next episode. See you next week. Bye. Bye.